Hey guys, Mark here from Search Party Property and I'm joined by Tony Meredith from Tony Meredith Coaching. And uh, Tony, we've been talking, well, we've been doing a lot of stuff together we actually. Have, absolutely, we have. You, you've been helping coach us yeah. within our business yeah. as well. And you've been coaching me from a networking point of view yeah, as well, yeah. which is great. So. Which, is, which is what yeah. we're here tonight doing actually. We are, we're we're actually at a networking or network building event where we're each growing our own networks respectively. Correct, correct. So, which is massively important anyway. I mean, it's, oh, it's, it's huge. It's one of the things that I've learned is the whole theory of no like and trust, mm. right? And so plenty of people go out there and have individual coffee catch-ups, yep. but there's a lot of coffee catch-ups that go on. Whereas if you can become part of a community where you can know people, well, you can if, like people, you can trust them. If you do five coffee catch-ups in a week and each of them take you half an hour, there's two and a half hours. Correct. Just in the coffee catch-up. Correct. But then you've got to travel there and, and actually, you know, it might be... 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back. And I mean, that's, that's a lot of hours. That's a whole day of, of drinking coffee. It sure is. And traveling it to drink sure coffee. Is. As opposed to coming to a place like where we are tonight, where there's going to be, what, probably 60, 70 people yep. tonight, uh, all people who are like-minded and wanting to move their themselves, move their business forward, and also add value to other people. So mm. uh, fantastic. So thank you, mate, for inviting me. Sorry. No, no, no worries. I digressed. Look, it, is a proper, it is a property podcast that we're going to be uh, using some of this audio for. Sure. So let's talk a little bit about property and yep. some of your experience in, in property investing and yep. property development, because yep. you've had experience in both. I have. And uh, tell, tell us a little bit about your story. So did you start with property and invest, uh, yeah, in, property in, yeah, like in buy and hold? No, no, so, so principal place of residence. Yep. So my wife and I bought our very first place in 2001 yep. in Morningside, a suburb of uh, Inner East in Brisbane. Yeah, no Morningside. At that time in 2001, anyone could have bought a property and made money. And so what happened is a couple of years later, uh, we made a fortune on that property. Along the way, because the equity or the value went up, we had a whole lot more equity, we yep. bought another property in Morningside. Great. And so that was our first investment property. And I remember uh, my wife and I thinking, how easy is this property game? You just uh, buy them <laughs> and up it goes. And then we went and uh, sold those properties, uh, made uh, uh, some good money, uh, bought another new place. Uh, and then there was this thing called brand the brand new, was it? Yeah, brand new, yep. yeah. Uh, because we we everything we were touching was turning to gold. Yeah, right. Uh, and we <laughs> we were lulled into a very false sense of security. And there was this thing called the GFC. Mark, oh which yes, came, I, know, I know that. And, <laughs> I know that. I know that well. <laughs> and it almost wiped us out, unfortunately. Yeah. So uh, here we were, my wife and I, very complacent, thought that everything we were touching turns to gold. Then the GFC came along, and uh, we had three properties Look, on the you go. You weren't the only one. You weren't the only one that that uh, almost got wiped out by the GFC. I mean, yeah, correct. I, I, um, I actually came into real estate, um, I actually bought before the GFC, right. so it was perfect timing for yep. me. Yep. My, my first, very first property, introduction into baptism of fire, yes. into property investing. And, yep. uh, and anyway, I came into uh, real estate just, yep. after, just after the GFC yep. and basically learned a lot, read a lot, um, did did my apprenticeship within uh, yep. within within the real estate sort of world, yep, yep. and yeah, a lot of people were really hurting just after GFC, and it was it's actually a pretty similar time to what it is now, where a lot of people are unsure of what's happening, a lot of people can't get finance, finance Correct. is quite limited, and therefore people who do need to sell sometimes need to sell at, at a substantial sort of loss. Yeah, correct. And I was one of those people. So we had three properties on the go around 2008 and nine. Uh, we had a, a principal place of residence and mm. then two investment properties, heavily negatively uh, geared. Uh, I had a very good income back then and my accountant suggested that I go and do this thing called negative gearing. So I just yep. did what my accountant said <laughs> and uh, truly it almost wiped us out. It was incredibly hard times. Uh, banks are constantly chasing you us. Know, I, I, sorry, just no, you're right. But with, 
when I was when I was really young, I guess I was about 20, 21, yeah. my brothers were talking about negative gearing and telling me how, how sort of wonderful, wonderful it was and, yeah. and the concept behind it. Yeah. And I honestly thought I was a complete idiot because I just didn't get the, the concept yeah, of right. it. I just thought, how can you invest in property mm. but yet have to pay for it every mm. week? Like, how, how can that be a good thing? And I just, I couldn't wrap my head, around, head it. around it. Yeah. And you know, admittedly I was only young, so mm. I was quite inexperienced anyway. And I guess it does have its place for, mm. for certain people at certain times. Absolutely. But for me, I, I was just like, I just don't understand how that can be of a benefit. Yeah, correct. And so now it's very easy for me to talk about that given I've come out the other end, but certainly beforehand, I could see the benefit for me in a rising market. Yeah. And because I'd come off this success in the early 2000s where everything we were touching was turning to gold, I just thought that the property market just kept going up and up and up, and this thing, you know. So, uh, you know, I learned very, very quickly that it in fact doesn't go up; and it does go in cycles. And yeah. when it comes down, and you're in a negative gear and situation, and you're not in a good position. Uh, that's an incredibly painful time. So, so what happened after that? So, you know, so you, sold, you're hurting. Sold, sold, sold down. Uh, yeah. We sold down all bar one property. Yeah. Uh, we sort of the then, home that you lived in. Uh, yeah, we had the home that we lived in, and then what we did is uh, we sort of just battened down the hatches for the next few years and tried to get back on our feet. Yeah. As I said, I, I had a very good, I've always been fortunate, I've had a, a good income wherever so I've been. Save, reduce debt. Save, all that sort of stuff, uh, get down the credit cards, etc. And yep. then we decided to move out and rent uh, in 2014. Yep. And then in 2015, I sold my very last investment property, it used to be a principal place of residence, was then an investment property. Yep. Sold that, took the money that I had and went all in, so, in the property development. So owned no... No properties, no, no principal place of residence, yeah. no investment properties, and thought the money that I've got left, yeah. property development. So, so if you imagine uh, someone sitting at a blackjack table with a big pile of chips <laughs> and just putting their hands around them, pushing them all into the centre, yeah, uh, that was me. Yeah, and uh, with my wife's Take blessing, some big she, she, uh, massive, and she, yep. my wife didn't quite understand, but she trusted me, and so I went all in on property development. I went and Good educated. On you, Nick. Ed, ed, yeah, thank you, Nikki. Yes, uh, I went and educated myself on property development. I joined mentoring. I think, I think that's important to not just skip over. Is yeah. that. We were saying, just joking around before, mm. saying big hooners and mm. and um, going all in. Yes. But it's also with the education. I mean, that's crucial. You know, it's not just going, oh, let's give it a go and find a development site and, and, and give it a hope, crack. And hope for the best. And hope for the, and cross the fingers that it's, you know, it's going to do its thing. Correct. Correct. It's the education that was uh, crucial. Hundred percent. Right? And so, so the education came before uh, me pushing my money all into the, in, mm. all the chips into the table. Yeah. Uh, so, I educated myself. I went and signed up to mentoring uh, programs. I got, uh, I joined up networking meetings. I got individual mentors and just researched on on Google. Right, just typed in property development and really immersed myself in the topic. Uh, in the start of 2016, I uh, and, sorry, just yeah, to interrupt again. Yeah, sure. Do you think it's important? not only from your perspective mm. obviously you know education from property development mm. but do you think it's important for people i know what i think but mm. just in buy and hold sort of strategy and, and and general property investment sort of strategies not development to educate yourself as well so, so let me let so, so the answer is yes and let me put it this way when you get when you go <laughs> when you go and buy an investment property you are handing over hundreds and thousands of dollars yeah. Right, so I mean, if I go and buy, we're having a chat about uh, you know, podcasting, and here I am researching a $50 decision. Right, I'm yep. researching it, I'm researching it. If you're going to go and hand over hundreds of thousands of dollars, you better you, know, you want have to some be idea re what you're doing. Be re researching yeah, yeah. that, right? 100%. So, so take the time to research it, and if you haven't got the time to research it, that's where you need to surround yourself with the experts, such as 
search party property, uh, guys who can uh, do that for you if you don't have the time, etc. But you need to do uh, the research and understand where you're going to put your hundreds and thousands of dollars. 100%. So uh, I know that you're doing quite a bit of work with Rob Flux yes. um, with his his development course there. Property development property formula, development, yeah. Property development formula. Yes. And, and you're, you're, I guess, the, the mindset coach Correct. behind that. Yes. What's the difference that you sort of see, I guess, between property development and and general property investing? Uh, so risk uh, is the first one. So risk, uh, more so, so more risk associated with property development. M mass, massive risk. Uh, you know, so certainly from a from a timing uh, point of view as well. So uh, people are looking to do developments from a quick uh, turnover point of view. Depending upon the size of the development, uh, will depend on how quickly you get your money back. Also, you've got to put a whole lot of money out before you start to get some money back. So when you're investing, you buy the property, you get a, a rental manager to put someone in it, and you hope the market goes up. Yep. Uh, when you're developing, you buy the property, then you need to dig deep again, and you need to outlay a whole lot of money to do the development applications. You then need to go and actually um, you know, act on that development application, uh, whether it be your operational work, so putting in all your sewer, your water, electricity, etc. There's a whole lot of money that needs to go out above and beyond mm. the actual purchase of the property. And the other thing with developing is you don't get paid until you sell. So yep. you spend a long time, and in some cases it can be, even a small-scale subdivision can be on average, say, nine, maybe even 12 months. Mm. So you've got all this money going out before you even start to get paid. So you need to think through that, that approach as well and how you're going to cash flow, not just the project, but cash flow your life as well. Yeah, yeah. So I guess maybe a good analogy in some ways is, you know, it's, it's like a car or something that has more moving parts than mm. maybe a bicycle. Mm there's potentially more things that could go wrong with a car mm. than than, than a, a bicycle because there's more moving parts, there's more things that could go wrong, there's more time delays, there's more um, more room for error, I guess. Well, of course there is, but, it's, so, but it's like anything. So, uh, and again, you, you touched the on risk is, you know, can be quite quite rewarding. Well, and quite risk, risk versus reward. Yeah. And and you touched on before about the education program that I do with Rob, the property development formula. I just thought I'd get another plug in. Uh, but uh, but no. But my point to that is that we teach people, and I have taught myself around mitigating the risk. So there is yeah. risk associated with property development. But we aren't saying take um, blind risks and hope. No, we are, no, we are 100%. saying go through a process where you recognise the risks, you come up with a mitigation plan for those risks, yeah. uh, and we teach you a whole range of ways that you can secure a property, but you don't have to proceed with it because you So might I've actually done yep. uh, Rob in yep. your course, Correct. and I actually feel a lot more comfortable with the yep. process with yep. property development because yeah. of that yeah. and and understanding those risks and yeah. mitigating those risks like you said before yeah. and I think that that's again it's crucial it's, it's about educating yourself and be able to steer those ships and also just to have the people who have been experienced and that you can bounce ideas yeah. off and say well I'm, I'm facing this problem yeah. they might have been in the same situation in the past or might have another perspective that they can offer yeah. and so I think that's one of the the, uh, the amazing things that that course offers and, and, and that's that is the, 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 the critical thing when thinking about property development is yes there's more risk but there's also a lot more opportunity for higher reward but you have to educate yourself you have to educate. and you have to put in the time and the effort 
Yeah, of course, because it's an active strategy. So investing is a passive strategy. Mm. That is buy it, tend it out, and just let the market do its thing. Uh, developing is very active. It's very hands-on, and yep. you need to be uh, you know, following up with counsel, following up with uh, consultants, contractors, uh, you know, project managing, uh, managing finance. Uh, there's so many different hats that you need to wear when you're a developer. Uh, yep. But like you said, the reason why I do it is because there's a lot of reward. Oh, there's and look, it's massive gonna, It's going to suit some people um, who are who are willing to put in the effort mm. and take that risk mm. and to go after that yeah. reward. Other people, it's not going to suit and they want a more, uh, I guess, even keel approach, uh, approach with less risk, less risk averse, I guess. Yeah, co correct. Day. But with that being the case, and I agree, but within property development, there's also a number of less risky parts to it that you could do. So for yeah. example, you could simply be a development site deal finder. Yeah. So that is, you special. I know that you guys do your own deal finding as buyers agents, mm. but you could specialise in finding development sites. And very, you guys, very minimal risk. In, well, minim, minimal risk. If uh, any, really, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah, correct. So, and, and so, so you bring your deal together and you're then clipping the ticket on the way through, no different to, to how your business works, where you're on selling that particular deal to mm. a developer. Mm. That's a way that you can start in property development with very little income to start. You get a finder's fee. You can get a finder's fee. Yeah. Get a finder's yeah. fee and, yeah. and so, so because developing... Which it, is it, actually, funny enough, how I became interested in property and becoming a buyer's agent was... I heard that you could get paid a, a, a spotter's fee for finding a deal. Fantastic. I thought, great. I want some more of that. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> and so that's a great way that you can get started. But look, if you're going to go through and do the actual development yourself, then yes, uh, it is full on. It is very risky. We do help you mitigate the risk. But if you choose to go on your own, that's fine. I just encourage you to mitigate your risk. Look, there are stressful moments. Uh, I've become far more resilient because of my property development experience. It does yep. not go uh, to the script. Uh, so if you're wanting it to go to the script, if that's the kind of person you are, then property development won't be for you. Mm -hmm. If you're someone who is able to overcome obstacles and challenges, etc., then property development could be for you. But I'd strongly have a, a you know, look at your own uh, self-awareness and make sure that it is right for you before Talk you commit. Talk to people who have done it before, like like yourself. Yeah, I'm sure if, if uh, anybody listening to the podcast wants to have a chat with Tony about property development or, or even Rob and we're just going to throw his hat in the ring there yeah. but I'm sure he'd love yes, to talk of, to of talk to someone about property development. Oh, of course there's also um, there's also the network meeting so yeah, I know that we're here for our network meeting tonight but there's also the property development network which is another network meeting which is now held in Brisbane, Sydney and soon to be in Melbourne and so we're building communities around the country where we're bringing together property developers to help each other to have those kind of conversations. We don't want people yeah. to feel like you're, you're on your own in fact even though you might be a developer uh, one developer um, this is actually a team sport in order to be successful in property development you need to have town planners civil engineers accountants solicitors you know all sorts of uh, consultants contractors uh, you know real estate agents so on and so forth there is a team, team of people effort. that you need around you even yeah. though your company may be just you yeah don't forget about the people around you. 100% yeah look Tony thank you very much thank you, Mark. hopefully hopefully everyone has learned a little bit about property development there um, and a little bit about a little bit about Tony's story. And then look, if you're looking for uh, more information on property development or even uh, um, coaching, coaching, business coaching, business coaching through either property development or business coaching, um, feel free to give Tony a call um, or hit us up in the comments or something like that. I'm sure. Uh, we can get in contact. Yeah, absolutely. Tony Meredith Coaching, you can find me on uh, you know, LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, all the, all the lots. So more than happy to, but more than happy just to have a chat uh, because for me, it's all about giving back. It's all about helping people achieve whatever the goals are they've got. For
The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.